Hello and welcome back to the Videodrome chat. I'm Boris Karloff. And this is my co-host. Hello. <laughs> I'm uh, Bela Lugosi. <laughs> Bela Lugosi here on the podcast with me. So glad to have you, Bela. Where's my heroine? Where's my heroine? Easy now, they're going to get it. They're going to bring the heroine right right here to you. Good. You know that Ed Wood made your grandchildren angry? I heard that. Because they said you didn't say bad words. <laughs> <laughs> I think yes, we were, he, I, he was uh, like, he was just a psychotic drug addict, <laughs> but he did not swear. <laughs> I think he, you and I were friends also. That bothers them. They'll never understand our relationship. <laughs> it was too complicated. Uh, Only Tim Burton could understand. I'm not really Bella Lugosi. I'm not. Re I'm not really Boris Karloff. I'm actually Vincent Price. Oh my God! That's right. Movie star Vincent Price is here. I can't do him as good as I can do Karloff, but I can try. It's. It's funny you can do Karloff because he rarely talked. Like his most famous role, he, maybe he maybe he did a grunt and a growl. He actually was he was famously against the monster talking in Bride of Frankenstein. He said it kind of ruined the whole thing. Yeah, he didn't like women talking. <laughs> I don't want her to talk either. <laughs> to tell you the truth. Yep. <laughs> yep. So it's the night before Halloween, so we have to talk about scary stuff again. But yeah, we did that last time. Well, sure, but it's the night before Halloween. We can talk about. I mean, we'll talk about whatever the fuck comes to our brains. Mm -hmm. But I, I watched, uh, I watched the Universal Dracula earlier, and I had gotten to a point where I kind of did. I don't know. I liked that movie. It is. It gets a pass. It's one of the first movies they ever made, and they were basing it on a play. It wasn't one of the first movies ever made. It was, it's it was it was old though. It's from thirty. It's one of the first sound movies. It's among the first sound movies. Sure. And they didn't really understand score yet. It was basically they adapted a play. Um, but they didn't do anything to make it more cinematic. Really, they just. It's a very flat film. Everything happens off off screen. But. Bela Lugosi is really good, and Edward Van Sloan is really good as Van Helsing, and Dwight Fry is really good as Renfield. And there's an there's a possum in it, and armadillos. All the scary animals are here. Beardy man. Beardy man. <laughs> I want beardy man in my movie. The thing about the Universal monsters are, I could. I could take them all in a fight. I tell you what. All right. Oh, how is what's your strategy? Well, you can grab the mummy by the by the wrapping and it, spin him real fast. Yeah, and he turns into like bones and whatnot. Right. The Invisible Man. He's just like a little like. He's just like a little wimp. He yeah. He's an, he. What's the term? Effet. What? It's like feminine. It's like if if yet. My my if my yet son. Can anyone save me? No. Okay. 
He's yeah, he's just kind of a little fruity guy, but you can't see him. Yeah. I I don't trust him. I trust him, but as far as I can see him, and he's the invisible man. There's a lady in that movie who just has the most like grating scream ever put to film. <laughs> Now, having sex with the Invisible Man, you wouldn't want to watch that happen because you could see too deep into the pussy for comfort. What? If the Invisible Man was fucking a lady and you were in the room, you wouldn't like it because you could see way too deep into the pussy. I guess if you're watching it head on. If your head... Okay, so if you're... if Okay, you're rimming the Invisible Man while he's fucking this chick, so you're seeing straight through him... Way too deep into the pussy. Yeah. I don't think you'd enjoy it. <laughs> okay, here's my new character. He's a guy that doesn't like the idea of seeing too deep inside a pussy. What do you think? I... Yeah. I have to tell my mom I love her too. She said goodnight. Okay. That's why I picked up my phone. I'm not... I'm not floundering. I'm not floundering. How about Elvira? The thing with Elvira is that she's like a hack comedian, but she has big tits. That's her bit. Uh, I guess so. Yeah, she's like Groucho Marx if he had big tits. Well, he had a big mustache. That's true. Well, that's the, that's the tits of the man. Yeah. People will say it's the testes, but it's actually the mustache. Which Marx brother... Do you think is like could? All right, we're cutting this bit. <laughs> I like the Marx Brothers. I'm actually I'm not a big Three Stooges person, but I really like the Marx Brothers. You like that they can talk. It's more cerebral. Three Stooges can talk, but well, yeah, like mostly like hit each other. I like I like wordplay. I like a joke. You like Harpo. I like Harpo. I like Zeppo. I like Groucho. I like Peepo. Peepo. <laughs> Lenore. Lego Duplo. Megalo. Megalo. Megalo Marks. Yes. That's how everyone on Twitter is acting like that these days. Like a Megalo Marks? Yeah. You mean X? On X, yeah. On, on X. X is like the scary Halloween rebranding of, like, Twitter. Right. People used to have fun. They would get a little Halloween picture and they would, like, change their their name to be all Halloween-y. No one does that anymore because nobody has fun on there. Yeah. It's hard to have fun nowadays. It is. You drive all over town looking for an Orange Julius and they just don't have one anymore. Not to get too insider baseball. That's not... We're floundering. We were... Well, we would be higher energy if we had an Orange Julius. Yeah. Name a movie. Name a movie? What is your favorite movie? Whoa. I don't know you that well. Okay. To be in... Ah, let me think. (laughs) Mine is Labyrinth from 1986. Really? It is. Why is it your favorite? Uh, my mom showed it to me. I I like it because it's about me. I'm kind of... You're kind of a labyrinth. I'm a labyrinth. Well, who isn't? But, um... I keep wanting to call her a character name. That actress... 
Jennifer. I'm kind of Jennifer Connelly in Labyrinth because I'm. I'm childish and I want to hold on to childish things, but I have to take care of a younger sibling. Mm-hmm. And I have to I have to put away childish things and come into my own as an adult, but it's hard. And you're fighting a goblin man. And I'm fighting a goblin man, the the human man of goblins. I'm David Bowie, man. I'm David Bowie, man. I'm, I'm a goblin. I'm the goblin king. I'm the king of old goblins, baby. But the children boogie. So that's your favorite movie. So you're Googling what is my favorite movie right now? No. Are you looking at your letterbox to find the one you think is number one? No. I don't know. Like, <laughs> It's a hard question. Give me a four. Give me four? Give you four? Give me Yeah, give me a top four. You don't say number one. Okay. I decided Labyrinth was my favorite a while ago, but it was a hard decision. Let's see... Mortal Kombat. Okay, that's good. Well, you can talk a lot of the element that gives life. The water. <laughs> and she's talking about water. We can talk about the element that, that gives life. We can talk about subterranean. We can talk about the tournament. We can talk about the tournament. It's about... It's not about death. We can talk about perfume. Talk about perfume. Talk about my luggage. We can talk about how reluctant... He didn't ask him to park the car. <laughs> we can talk about Goro. We can you guys are great. We can talk about the guy who played Kano. Yeah, he killed himself because he's not really Australian. Isn't that true? I, that's that's the story I've heard. Is that he lied about being Australian to get rules? Yeah. Which... I don't know this man's life story. I don't want to make pre- presumptions, but, like, you don't have to pretend... To be Australian, of all things. Yeah. What's number two? What's number one? What's number two? Uh, I don't know. I'll do... Okay, so Labyrinth. Mm-hmm. Big Trouble in Little China. I like Big Trouble in Little China. You love Chinese food. I love Chinese food. I love Kurt Russell. I love Lo Pan. I love Egg Shin. I love the Pork Shop Express. <laughs> you love the big monster? I love the big monster. I love... I can't think of what he's called because he's a beholder from D&D, but what he sees, Lopan knows. You love James Hong? I love James... I will... I, hey, big ups to James Hong. Alright, that's my number two. What's your number two? I'm thinking about it. Uh, the Princess Bride. Princess Bride is really good. That's in my top... That's, that's, that's one of my favorites. Whoa. It's one of my mom's favorite movies, again. Most of the movies I like are stuff my parents showed me when I was a kid. This is a movie called... Uh, the Killing Fields. <laughs> hey, 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 buddy, you ever seen Sallow? Have you ever seen... Uh, Terrifier? We should go back in time. We need to go back in time to the Gulf War. We should go back in time to the start of this podcast. Go back in time. And make it interesting to listen to. To the Gulf War. And we need to say, hey, everybody, isn't it kind of like Sallow around here? Because it's 120 days of Saddam. He did laugh, okay? He smiled. He's trying not to, but he's laughing. 120 days of Saddam, everybody. Saddam Hussein. Saddam Hussein. 
Bart Simpson was fought in the Gulf War and it sucked. <laughs> he was there. It sucked. <laughs> we can talk about bootleg Simpsons merchandise. We can talk about bootleg Simpsons. Why they give Bart the blue shirt? I don't know. Did he? Was it was an early production thing. He used to have a blue shirt and they have an orange one. I, I guess so. The, the interesting thing about the early Simpsons is, uh, if they came out today. And it had that huge marketing push. People would be sick of it immediately. Right. And it would die. Right. You wouldn't have Homer. You wouldn't have Bart. It happens to like every every adult sitcom that comes out. Remember Son of Zorn? No. Yes. There are Son of Zorn action figures still in stores because they never got sold. You can you can you can give them a home. <laughs> That's right, for just pennies a day, you can sponsor a Son of Zorn action figure. Well, he's Zorn. He is Zorn. Well, it's... Excuse me, there's a good there's a good joke in Son of Zorn. Okay. I, I know one joke from the show. And that is that the whole... The whole idea is that he's a cartoon man from Cartoon World. Yes. And he is married to a human woman because they had a child together. And he came to be in his son's life. Son of Zorn. Uh... For the entire, either for the whole show or for the first episode, you only, like, you think his son is just fully human. But the very last scene is that the camera, the camera finally pulls back and you see that the son has cartoon legs. Yeah. I always suspected that I would like Son of Zorn if I watched it. So I avoid it because I don't want to be heartbroken. I think it ends on a cliffhanger where we have to assume that Zorn has been killed. The thing about Son of Zorn is is putting a lot of stock on the son of Zorn. When Zorn is the most interesting character, right? Because he's a big cartoon man. You wouldn't make Son of He Man where He Man has a son, but he's just he just like goes to school. Yeah, no. Do you think Skeletor? And he goes to he goes to school with Skeletor's son, right? And Skeletor's son is always causing trouble, right? Well, they might be friends, and it makes their dads angry. That's it's a, that's a take. Lion King too, mm-hmm. but it's He Man's son, and he's in love with Skeletor's son. It's very progressive. Lion King too. <laughs> yeah, you know the the classic story about a, a a young two young people in love, uh, both alike in <laughs> both alike in. Uh, what are you talking about? They're both alike in. Help me! Alike in what? <laughs> They're both alike in... What word are you thinking of? <laughs> There's two houses... Yeah. Dignity. Both alike in dignity... But they're they they're star-crossed. They can't be together because their families hate each other. Yeah. Lion King 2. Romeo and Juliet... What, like the the Lerman movie? Yeah. Romeo plus Juliet? Yes. It's a little fruity for me. Yeah. Let's start this fucking thing over. <laughs> no, listen, we're finally we're finally doing something. No, we're not. <laughs> he man's son is gay for Skeletor's son. Okay. Mm, my son can't date Skeletor's son. My son can't be gay. <laughs> Skeletor. So yeah, we so <laughs> He-Man is like, he's okay with his son being gay, but he can't date Skeletor's son. Yeah, any and Skeletor other son. is just anti-gay. Right. 
Which is... Because I'm bad! Because he's bad. What if we throw in a third layer into this? Throw in another, a wrench into this. What if Lion-O's son is in love with He-Man's son? Yeah, what if Lion-O's from Thundercats... We get the Saturday morning cartoon animated universe. <laughs> they all go to the, their kids go to the same school. Yeah. Optimus Prime's son. They're all sons. Optimus yeah. Prime's son. It's all boys school. Lionel's son. Skeletor's son and He-Man's son. G.I. Joe, all of them's son. <laughs> Snake Eye's son. <laughs> you actually scared me, you son of a bitch. Sorry. Snake Eye's son. Yeah. The Baroness's son. Yes. Destro's son. Yes. Covert Commander's daughter. Whoa. But okay. she dresses up like a boy in order to get in. That's the. Okay, that's the thing. Is that. Sergeant Slaughter's son. Sergeant Slaughter's son. One of them has to be transmasculine, so we have to. So it's, you know, we're progressive. Right. Maybe Destro's son, that kind of fits. Maybe. Here's the thing, though, is that none of them have inherited their, their parents' traits. They're, they're, real, they're their own character. The real Ghostbusters' sons. <laughs> We're the sons of the real Ghostbusters you couldn't burn. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, it's, um, it's like Disney Descendants, but it's all like... Cartoons dads like they were just trying to sell them poison. Chewbacca's son. Okay. Are they all gay for each other, or just is it know. focus on He-Man's son and Skeletor's son? I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I guess that. Yeah, I think so. She-Ra's son. Uh, Leonardo's son. Leonardo's son. We didn't get to the Ninja Turtles. Do you think that the Ninja Turtles legally should be allowed to procreate with human women when they are of age? Uh, I mean, it's not my business. Well, it's the risk on the child's life, you know? Have a genetic mutant for a parent. Well, having a genetic mutant for a parent? Yeah. They are from New York. Hey! Yo. How about Casablanca babies? Is that something? No. <laughs> in, in all the play pens in all the world, you had to walk into mine. Okay. <laughs> yeah, see? Now there's something. Play it again, Sam. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Peanuts babies. They're, yeah, they're so, but they're just infants. They're, they're too small. I Peanuts is weird because they're clinically depressed cartoon children. They're, yeah, they're very precocious children. I think it's messed up that Lucy keeps moving the football oh, away yeah. from Charlie Brown. Right. It's kind of a metaphor for our current political landscape, when you think about it. Mm -hmm. Many people are saying this. Well, she does that to him, but she's also a therapist. She's creating the problems that she is trying to charge money to fix. 
Has anyone made this observation before? Don't even get me started on Snoopy. Yeah, everyone, well, it's all the marketing push would have you believe that Snoopy is a very nice and sweet loving dog. Snoopy's a mean dog. He's a menace. He's a menace to Charlie Brown and the community. He fought in World War One. That's why he's like that. That's why he's like that. He has shell shock. They're saying Charlie Brown touched Snoopy. That's why he don't talk. No, they're not saying that. No one says that. Do you remember on Thanksgiving, they all ate popcorn and pretzels and stuff? I do remember that. They sat outside. They don't have families. I would be pissed if that's what I had to eat for Thanksgiving. Well, you can imagine the situation so well is that we tell you that we're going to do Thanksgiving, and then you show up and we have, like, plates full of bullshit. Yeah. We're like, it's all we could could manage. Our Charlie Brown coin didn't come in. Shredder's son. Krang. My son won't go to school with them. The principal's Krang. The principal is Krang. Because I think that's funny. It's yeah, it's funny. Well, he wears a suit. He he wears a suit on the the like the robot. Yeah. Who's the superintendent? Oh, Unicron. No. Unicron's son. No. Unicron's adult son. We don't need to get into the weeds about the school system of this. (laughs) Do you think... What school system is Chalmers superintendent of? There's only... Springfield is clearly a small enough town that only has one school. Mm -hmm. Is he also the superintendent of Haleyville? What's Haleyville? Isn't that the town next to the Simpsons? It's Shelbyville. Shelbyville. I think Haleyville is a real place. Don't eat fucking talk to me about the Simpsons if you're not even going to know what Shelbyville is. Okay, well, is he the superintendent of Shelbyville? I, I guess so. How deep does this go? I don't know. What's your favorite treehouse of horror? Segment? Sure. I don't know. Let me think. What is yours? I guess it's the Nightmare on Elm Street one just because I'm a fan. I respect the I respect the Nightmare on Elm Street films. I, I, I distinctly remember what the start of me being interested in a Nightmare on Elm Street before I watched horror movies was I remember reading the synopsis of the Simpsons of that episode on Wikipedia. Wow. I remember Groundskeeper Willie eating one of the children. I don't know why I remember that. Or there's the segment where the teachers eat yeah, the, the students. Yeah, the cannibal teachers one is good. I don't like the new... It seems like they reached a point where they they decided they didn't want to do scary stuff anymore, and they just do, like, vague scenarios. I don't know, do they? I don't know. Part of your contract says that you're not allowed to talk about any decline in quality in The Simpsons. I like the, uh, the Omega Man one. That one's good. I like the one where they're in the house because I feel like I don't see it a ton. I think it was like the first, I know the first one's like the Raven segment, which is famous, and the, the haunted house, and I don't remember the third one. 
The zombie one. Oh yeah. I like the shinning. I like what what what's the one where they get turned inside out at the end? I know it's the wrap around. I don't remember. I think that might be the one where Homer does the butterfly effect. I'm gonna do the butterfly effect. No Marge, don't let me do the butterfly effect. Homer, it's too late. I'm letting you do it. Do do did you know that in the script, the sound dough is actually called annoyed grunt? Yes, I knew that. Did you know that Bart Simpson is the oldest son of Homer and Lisa Simpson? Homer and Marge Simpson. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. They revealed on a recent episode. You could probably convince somebody, like, if you thought of the most outlandish fucking thing for a Simpsons plot, yeah. you could probably, like, get someone to seriously believe it if you're like, yeah, it's from season 32 or something like that. If I could find the most, like, unreasonable person alive. Well, everyone basically thinks that New Simpsons is just fucking, like, ass garbage. Yeah. They recently, you know they recently did an episode about Carl? They did what? <laughs> they did an episode about Carl. Fi after these, after all these years, we finally understand what Carl's up to. He's black. He is black. Well, you know, it's kind of fucked up that Lenny, Lenny gets all the jokes of the two of them. Mm -hmm. Lenny has Lenny has classical gas. Lenny has the the Mr. Burns thing. Lenny, don't tell anyone this, how I live. Yeah. What does Carl have? Black. He is black. Says, hey, Homer. Oh, hey, Homer. Don't do the voice. I think I, I think you can do Carl voice. Okay. I don't think that you he... can do Carl voice. <laughs> I don't. I mean, I don't think that Carl of the Simpsons has a particularly black voice. I think like it's really cool how anytime you talk about the Simpsons online. It turns into a, a thing about, like, when do you think The Simpsons stopped being good? Let's see, yeah. let's hear this, your unique perspective on this. <laughs> Season 9? <laughs> wow. Oh, you hate The Principal and the Popper? I think it's an okay episode. I actually don't understand why people hate it so much. I think it's funny. The weird, the only weird thing is that, like, start around that season is when every episode starts to get really outlandish. Yeah. Like, you notice there's a point where the the plot lines become less and less. Which, I mean, Homer went to fucking space yeah. really early on. But, like, a natural progression of events becomes less of a thing, and it turns into more of these weird... Like, the one where, like, a like redneck carny folk steal their house from them and stuff. That one was intricately plotted. <laughs> sure. But it's just, all the episodes have these really weird outlandish scenarios. Excuse me. You can't, like, Bart can't just steal a video game anymore. He has to buy a video he game. He has to buy a video game. Mario, Luigi, Sonic the Hedgehog, Donkey Kong, all of these characters in The Simpsons. No one ever complains that, like, South Park and Family Guy have been on the air for 90 years or I so. think South Park fell off way harder than The Simpsons did. It's we Okay, so this the new special out where they're all, they're all sexy women, and I mean, I like it for that. Okay. But 
the whole, the, they're just doing the whole, like, the whole pander fucking, I think the episode plot, it's like Kathleen Kennedy uses the pander stone to create movies that pander to minorities. Oh, All, it sounds like the worst thing you've ever seen. Oh, this was some, the, oh, this came out in twenty seventeen. This is this came out in twenty twenty three. This oh, okay. is the newest South Park thing. Yeah, exactly. It's All like right. it's old news. They don't really do this anymore. But it's like it's the all female South Park reboot. But the whole time I'm thinking, I like it looks awful, and it's just. One, it bothers me because Bob Iger is the CEO of Disney. Mm -hmm. Mickey Mouse is the CEO of Disney in the South Park universe. Right. He always is. Yeah. Stay consistent. It's, it's really weird to change that just so, just to say Bob Iger. You know who they're fucking talking about. Anyway, the whole time I'm thinking, okay, but like, where is the other... When is the other shoe going to drop? They're usually a little bit better than just like... You ever notice how they keep remaking movies with women and they're all black and they're pandering? Like, that's like 2017 Reddit bullshit. Yeah. And they're usually like a little smarter than that. And to be fair, like... It does kind of turn around and like get into like... Cartman's wrong because Cartman's wrong for not liking this. They they did it in response to people being racist because Cartman was really racist. It's it, they kind of have a, a salient point, but it is it's also like all you've managed to do is thread the needle between if I can if I can somehow make everybody not like make everybody mad, then I've I've done my job. They made Cartman a black woman? They made Cartman a black woman? Oh, That's funny. Oh my god. I haven't watched South Park in years. I've been re-watching it a little bit. Like, starting at the beginning. Because mm -hmm. I actually quite like South Park, despite all the... Despite the circumstances. I like watching an old South Park where they're talking about something in the news in like 2002 and you're like yeah. what are they talking about uh yeah when i first started watching it it was i think it was an episode about like casey anthony and then an episode about like when the baseball players were juicing or something like that and it was it's always like oh yeah that was like a thing you cared about that one of the craziest south park things to me is not mr garrison's fancy new vagina and the stuff that is like genuinely like awful it's you know that episode about how George Luke, Lucas and Steven Spielberg are raping our childhoods? They're raping Indiana Jones. I guess so. Because they because of the special editions and when Steven Spielberg took the guns out of those guys' hands. You know that came out like a couple weeks after 9-11? No. 9-11 happened and they did their special 9-11 episode and then it was just fucking Kyle... Doing a, a little, like, genuine, heartfelt speech about how we shouldn't allow Steven Spielberg and George Lucas to change movies. Because we liked it when we were a kid. It's one of, the, like, the whiniest fucking things I've ever seen. And it was, like, two or three weeks after 9-11. Well, America was ready to laugh again. That's true. Didn't 9-11 happen while, like, 
What's the what's the WWE nine eleven story? I don't. What are you talking about? Don't. I mean, they they had to have talked about nine eleven, right? Yeah. Is it a funny story? Or is it just a happening? I don't know, like what story you could be alluding to. Wasn't it like the first live event after nine eleven or something? I think so. That's all I was asking for. Okay. I Trying thought... to meet you on your ground, talk about your thing. It was a funny wrestling story. So tell the funniest wrestling story. Um. <laughs> Hulk Hogan slipped on a banana peel. He slipped on a banana peel. <laughs> Let's see. I don't like when a slushy gets to the point where you're not drinking slushy anymore. It's just hard ice. And quit drinking that slushy. I want it. It's really good. Don't drink it on mic. That's, I did make a lot of noise, I'm sure. The funniest wrestling story is when... We want the gold, sucker? We want the... That's a funny wrestling story. It is. We can't tell it well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're coming for you, fella. They did a segment one time where... This guy who, like, is, like, he used to be a wrestler, and now he's, like, an actual, like, brain, like, doctor or whatever. Right. It's a doctor that gets brain? He's, like, he played, like, a like a smart guy, bad wrestling bad guy. Right. And it was... <laughs> it was a de- debate between him and, like, Scott Steiner or something. <laughs> right. And they're debating about whether or not they should... We should go to war if I... <laughs> Did Scott Steiner win the debate? He did. By being like, we should go to war with Iraq? Yes. Crowd support 100% behind Scott Steiner. Well, he's a genetic freak. He's not normal. We can't support his ideas like that. Yeah. It's a wacky time. Wacky time. It's like... I don't know if WWE is the vehicle to, like, have these discussions. (laughs) I think it's the only vehicle to have these discussions. It's like, it's like the great Hideo Kojima There was a wrestling match between someone dressed up as Hillary Clinton and someone dressed up as Donald Trump. They could have just gotten Trump in the ring. Yeah, and like, I don't even know why it was happening. This was like 2007. (laughs) The crowd was What did they know? I don't know. The crowd was not into it. (laughs) Wrestling is a really humiliating thing to like because... The people behind it kind of think you're a fucking moron. It's like the great Hideo Kojima once said. Mm-hmm. Just like the good old days after 9-11. Did he say that? Well, his, his character said that. Hideo Kojima? Hideo Kojima. Creation of Hideo Kojima. Okay. Why do you say that? Uh, Metal Gear Rising Revengeance. The villain gives a, a monologue about how he's trying to create a catastrophe big enough to... Okay, I was wrong. It was Donald Trump having a wrestling match with Rosie O'Donnell. Now, that's very different. That is much more like 2005. <laughs> now, people used to hate Rosie O'Donnell, and I genuinely don't know why. I've kind of looked into this. Was she just annoying? I don't know. Or did she do something? She was Betty Rubble. She was Betty Rubble, and then, like, I think we should respect that more as a society. Yeah, I mean, put some respect on the fucking name. I'm not sure what she did. You ever seen the clip with Liam Neeson? Where, like, so what What cartoon woman were you into? He's like, Wilma Flintstone. She's a pretty woman. She has amazing, amazing body. 
I would I'm looking for a caveman bastard to kill. <laughs> <laughs> now, do we remember when Liam Neeson <laughs> was doing an interview and he, on his own, unprompted, decided to to confess that after his brother was killed by a black man... Was it his brother? I think so. His brother or his friend, someone was killed by a black man when he was young. Mm-hmm. And he, in his words, went out every night looking for a black bastard. Basically, he his he wanted to find a black person to kill in in revenge, but he found it in himself to forgive and realized he was wrong. Yeah. Now he volunteered this information on national television. I believe because his wife is dead and he's really weird now. Well, I don't want to say anything. Because we've all gone out looking for our own bastard. <laughs> Sure. In the night. Okay. Yes, yes, and. Yes, and. I am Liam Neeson. I am Liam Neeson. I'm in Star Wars. Well, I, I think he's been forgiven for that. The black community has forgiven Liam Neeson. Sure. Inshallah. Stop saying things that'll. <laughs> that's gonna get me in trouble. <laughs> Um, okay, what's your number three movie? Oh, why did, I don't... Uh, don't put this on me. They, okay, four movies. Name four movies. Name four movies? Name the four movies of all time. Casablanca. Casablanca, Gone with the Wind. Gone with the Wind. Citizen, Citizen Kane. Citizen Kane. Yours, mine, and ours. Yours, mine, and <laughs> Number so you, three. With a bullet... Uh, a face in the crowd. What's that about? Andy Griffith. Do, do, do. From the Andy Griffith show. Do, 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 do. From Matlock. Do, 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 do. He plays this guy. Do, 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 do. Okay. This female reporter finds him. He's like a drifter. Andy, now there's a female reporter here. Okay, Ma. <laughs> That's how he's talking. That's what he talks. God, Ma, I'm doing something. <laughs> Shit! You're embarrassing me in front of my pals. I'm Andy Griffin. You're embarrassing me in front of my pal Don Knotts' character, Barney. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to do Don Knotts earlier. I guess I didn't do a good job. Now, Andy? Andy, your mom's embarrassing us. <laughs> Fuck! Drop us off a block from the police station. <laughs> I don't want to say... Aunt B, would you drop us off a block from the police station? I don't want... Why, Andy? For no reason. I don't want the guys that work to see you dropping us off. (laughs) I just don't want Goober to see you with me. So he plays this drifter. (laughs) Right. And this, like, female radio lady finds him and gives him his own radio show. And he becomes really popular and he gets his own TV show and whatnot. Yeah. And it's basically about, you know, this man's downfall as uh, fame and greed right. and whatnot take over his life. That actually sounds pretty good. I, I like the sound of that. It's directed by noted commie uh, snitch, like Azan. That sucks. Is that the guy that uh, Orson Welles hates? Yes. That's a shame. I don't like this man. I don't like him very much, I have to admit. Okay. Number four. 
You didn't say one. Okay, number three, Phantom of the Paradise. Phantom of the Menace. That is maybe, I think it's the, it's not the newest, but it's the newest to me, because I only saw it for the first time, I think, like two years ago. Mm-hmm. It is... Brian De Palma. Brian De Palma. Making a good movie for once. Hey, now. <laughs> no, nah, I'm, ki- I'm joking, De Palma. De pa- Brian is here just off mic, and he just got so mad. None taken. <laughs> Phantom of the Paradise is a great movie. It is a play on the Phantom of the Opera, but it's a but it's a Phantom of the Rock Opera. What? If you will. What? With um, a guy that was in like four movies as the Phantom, but he's great. He is also the magician in the fun house. That means nothing to you either, mm-hmm. but everything to me. Uh, William Finley. But Paul Williams... Noted sing- noted so- songwriter and Muppet, Paul Williams. Noted Planet of the Apes haircut haver. <laughs> Planet of the Apes ass musician, Paul Williams, voice of the Penguin in Batman the Animated Series. Really? And its affiliates, yes. That's wow. how I knew him first. Because um, he's also a little fellow. He's in it as the evil uh, music... The evil, like, record producer, Swan. Uh, it's kind of a it's kind of a Rocky Horror Picture Show if it wasn't annoying. Wow. I say that as a great lover of the Rocky Horror Picture Show and also someone who's very annoying. Fan of the Paradise is really good, and it's kind of... I don't know, it's all the all these old obscure... Th- and all those, you know, movie obscurity is relative, because if you're into movie... Like, to your average person, like, most movies are obscure... But if you get into like the circles, people people really pile on your ass for acting like a like people haven't heard of certain things. Phantom of the Paradise is really good. Now, what's your number four? Number four with a bullet. Bullet. I don't know. Blade Runner. Blade Runner is great. I like Blade Runner. Um... Okay. It's cr- it's crazy that they invented all that shit in that one movie. The whole cyberpunk, everything is Japanese. I don't know if they invented that, but uh, they probably didn't. I'm probably talking to my ass. Ridley Scott didn't do a damn thing in that movie. Riddler Scott wasn't even on set. Riddler Scott. Riddler Scott. Ridley Scott is funny because he believes, like, he has the wrong read of that movie. What is his read of that movie? He thinks Deckard's a replicant. Now, many people think Deckard is a replicant. Uh, well, he's not. But what about the unicorn? Does that not make one think that he... I came out of it also thinking that he wasn't a replicant, just by the way. He's not. But it's nice that you, it's nice that you can think about it. I like it when movies let you think. It is true. It's kind of against the point. Spoilers for Blade Runner. If he's going to die really early, too, then it's really not that sad an ending. If they're just going to, like, die together. Yeah. And I guess he's in 2049, so you know for sure he's not a replicant. Well, it doesn't really work if he's a replicant, because, like, he's a human being going out of his way to have sympathy towards right if he's a replicant too then it doesn't really mean anything because he just has sympathy for his own kind yes 
Do we want to talk about the voiceover, or is that too cliche? Uh, voiceover is bad. Harrison Ford was really phoning it in. Well, he did it wrong on purpose because he thought that they wouldn't use it. I know. I love, but it's like I always knew about it, but watching the end of the, that movie really drove it home to me. Like, oh my god! Like to to the end of that movie, and then have Harrison Ford go. Actually, he was wrong. She lived for a million years, and we had eight children. And now, and we're going somewhere that's green and nice, and not the city anymore. Goodbye. But just every, like every great emotional beat of that movie, like he he shoots the woman, and she's laying there dying, and he looks like he looks like he hates himself. I didn't like that I did that. <laughs> I'm not a replicant. <laughs> I'm not a crook. Okay, what is my number four? I love Batman Returns. Batman Returns and Return of the Jedi used to be on my top four, but I, I got embarrassed because it's a Batman movie and a Star Wars movie. So I replaced... You have Return of the Jedi as your... I don't... It's not the best Star Wars movie. Um... But it is it is my favorite Star Wars movie. I like Jabba the Hutt. There's only one good Star Wars movie. UHF is in my number four right now. I love UHF. It's been Evil Dead 2 before. I should mention that my wife has a podcast called The Charcuterie's Board. If you can manage to look that up. It's probably on the same place this is. Uh, where she and someone I know talk about Blade Runner for like an hour. So you can hear them talk about Blade Runner. And talk about the voiceover. She's also a host of Doughboys. A podcast about chain restaurants. She's also on Doughboys. She's also on Mugwumps. Don't. I think this is going to be on the Mugwumps feed. Oh no. Because we don't have anything else prepared for the next two weeks. It's fine. We're two of the Wumps. We're, We're on our own now. So... No one can make us say bad things here. We can just say bad things on our own. Okay. Now, recently you had a life-changing breakfast. Isn't that right? What are you talking about? <laughs> you remember this breakfast you had in yeah, the mountains? I do. And now you've been thinking about breakfasts ever since. I am. I'm, I'm in breakfast. My breakfast period right now. Your breakfast period. Nothing wrong with your breakfast period. Little eggs and bacon. Pancakes. Stone Cold Steve breakfast. I think I prefer pancakes to waffles. I do too. They're fluffy. And I don't like waffles. They're kind of crunchy. I mean, a waffle's fine. I, I'm not, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't kick it out of bed, but... I certainly prefer a fluffy warm pancake. Okay, my wife has sent me her top four because she's making fun of me. Oh my god. Hers is the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Phantom of the Paradise, boo, Exorcist 3, boo, and Knife Plus Heart. Boo. I know this was a bad movie podcast. Whoa. Whoa. Have you ever seen the Texas... I know you have because I, I watched yes, it with I've you. Yes, I've seen it. We watched it together on at least one occasion. On at least three times. We've watched a lot. It's a good movie to throw on. Leatherface in it and whatnot. 
I don't like that he did that to those people. You know what? I do like it. Let's talk about this. He shouldn't have done it. Now I've been... Nobody talks about his weirdo brother. Yeah, well, like, no, this is a problem with... Especially the newer Texas Chainsaw movies after a point is that... Leatherface needs weirdo brothers. Like, there needs to be a family, because he can't carry that shit on his own, because he's just a big... It's too much pressure on him. Exactly. I mean, it's it's too much for him to take. He needs a family. Just like we all do. That's why he's like that. He doesn't have a family. Who's your favorite of the guy? Like, okay, Freddy Krueger, Michael Myers, Leatherface, Donny Osmond, Ghostface... Ted Bundy. Ted Bundy. Leatherface. 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 Michael Myers. Michael Myers. Did I did I say Jason? Is that who I'm missing? Yes. <laughs> Who's your favorite of the of the The Predator. Fun? The Redditor? The Predator. Right. The Redditor would be terrifying though. Alien being attached to Predator as a franchise is so fucking funny because Alien is actually like one of the greatest movies ever made Mm -hmm. and it's like about something and Predator is literally just like a big fucking G.I. Joe cartoon. Yeah, but that rules though. No, Predator is cool. Predator rules, but like Alien is about like rape and stuff. Like like the Alien is like the the monstrous personification of sexual assault. Yeah. And the Predator is the personification of an action figure. Well, if the... Predator doesn't represent anything. They do any of us? The, why is he called the Predator? Well, <laughs> I think the name should be switched around. You know what? You're right. He is kind of an alien too. Yeah, he is an alien. They're from Predator Planet. You ever watched the third Predator movie? Okay. Where they get transported to Predator Planet? Is that Predators? Yes. I was amazed to find out how few of those movies there are. It's it's like one and two, and then a, then like a long time. Yeah. And then Predators, and the Shane Black one, and then like Prey. Yeah. It took them a really long time to get around to calling one of those Prey. They made a great movie, a okay movie, a bad movie, a bad movie, and then a great movie. Yeah. Most people don't like Predator 2, and that's weird to me. Eh. Cause it's like it's like well it's like Danny Glover in the city. Yeah, it has a goofy ending. Gary Busey's in it. Yeah, well they respect it. It's badass though. They respect him. They give him a pirate gun. They give him a pirate gun (laughs) from this guy that like you have to read the Predator comics. Yeah, (laughs) it's like why are they not gonna just make a movie about that guy? I don't know. Predator Predator versus pirates. Yeah, that's awesome. It's a great movie. Well, that's what the I think the secret sauce of Predator is that you should make, you should make a movie and then put a Predator in it. Yeah. You shouldn't make a movie around Predators. I think going to their planet where there's a bunch of them, isn't very interesting and kind of misses the point. Because you can make any number of movies about being on a planet with dangerous aliens, but making like a movie about Gary Busey in the city and there's a Predator in it. Now that's something. James Woods should have fought a predator. I can't do James Woods, so I can't. I can't bring this to life right now. But believe you me, I wish I could. Hey, hey, predator! Hey, predator! Stop! 
Cut it out, Predator. Yeah, this is great. <laughs> I can't do James Woods. I want to because he's Hades. Mm, piece of candy. And he's also a bad man. Piece of candy. Piece of Hades. I watched John Carpenter's Vampires. Is that good? With ja- with uh, 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 James Woods. James Woods in Vampires? Yes. I did not know that. He's the main guy. He's the main guy in Vampires? It's James Woods. It's Daniel Baldwin. The stars are here. The Beardy Man. Beardy Man's in Late stage Carpenter. I don't. I haven't seen Village of the Damned. I haven't seen Vampires. I mean, Ghosts of Mars. Yeah. I saw Ghosts of Mars described as uh, a movie adaptation of a PS2 game that doesn't exist. Well, it's like Cowboys on Mars, and there's aliens or ghosts or whatnot. I don't know. Alien ghosts. I haven't seen it. You asked me if Vampires is a good movie. Is it? No. Okay. Do you think you just lose your spark after a point, or do you think it's just, like, studio pressure changes in a way that kind of locks your hands behind your back and you just get fed up and quit? Well, the studio's never liked Carpenter. That's true. Well, it's weird, though. It's This is weird to me, and we may have talked this last time, but John Carpenter got to make all of those movies in the 80s, but, like, none of them turned a dime, and they were all, like, pretty much hated. Mm-hmm. I don't know, like, was he, could he well, just Well, they eventually off? made money. Yeah. Like, on VHS and whatnot. Right. But, like, I guess that was enough back then, and they probably aren't, like, the highest budget things. But, like, it's not like Big Trouble in China was, like, a huge success when it came out. But it's not like nothing killed his career, he just got to keep doing it. I don't know why they don't just, like, take a, sh- take a chance on him now. I don't know, I don't think he wants to make, he wants to make a, uh... Far Cry movie, right? I don't know. That doesn't sound right at all. Oh, it's it's Fallout? He wants to make a some video game movie. I don't... I don't know. But... I don't think... He wants to make Dead Space. Dead Space! Yeah, he wants to make a Dead Space movie. It doesn't feel right for him, but I mean, I guess you could adapt it... Anyway. Okay, I'm gonna talk about one more thing. I think we're out of time. What? So what do you want to damn talk about? So this I'm gonna this applies to the Mario movie too, okay. and I liked the Mario movie. Okay. But Five Nights at Freddy's came out, mm-hmm. and you get all the congratulations. like congratulations. Congratulations, you get all the like. Excuse me. Like, oh my god! This movie debuted on right with a thirty percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Now why do critics not like Five Nights at Freddy's, but they like cuties? Like. All that kind of thing. They're like, what? They're like, why is this movie bad? And it's like, listen. Now you have two choices. Mm-hmm. You can have your big like fan service video game movie piece of shit. Yeah. Or you can have a movie that credits like. You can't have both. And one of those makes a bajillion dollars, and you like it more. I don't understand this. Well, Rotten Tomatoes doesn't like it, so I, like, why don't they? It's good. Like, it's not good. It's that it's just, they reference your, Matt Pat's in it. He says that's just a theory. No, he doesn't. He does? No. no. Matt Pat is no. in the movie. Matt Pat is in the Five Nights at Freddy's movie. His, he's a waiter. His, his name tag says Ness. <laughs> no. It, yes. No. Yes. And he says, well, that's just a theory. <laughs> Apropos of nothing? 
<laughs> they're talking to him, but... Does he look at the camera when he says it? No, I don't think so. But he's talking to these people at a table. And his name is Ness? His name is Ness? No. <laughs> this is true. I think other YouTubers entered also, but... I guess, like, I think Marky Moo couldn't make it. Who's Marky Moo? Markiplier. Okay. I'm sorry, guys, I can't make it. <laughs> Just make it without me. <laughs> oh. But... And it's like, I don't understand, like, what, in what universe was this ever going to be a movie that debuts with, debuts like 80% on Rotten Tomatoes? It's, you wouldn't have liked it then, because it would have been something good. Well, like, it seems to be like, you're only, people, the only people who are going to like it are people who are, like, into that, into Five Nights at Freddy's. Yeah. Even a lot of fans don't like it because it's really, it's apparently like really weird and dire and like... Now, they also, people are always like, the Five Nights at Freddy's movie is three hours long. That's not true. And people believed it for I a long time. I knew that wasn't going to be true. People kept telling it's three hours long. It says right here, like, yeah, well, I mean, they're long maybe before like you cut a, them. Maybe like a YouTube video of like the entire story of Five Nights at Freddy's <laughs> explained is three hours long. Right. It's the same with the Mario movie, and like I liked the Mario movie because I'm an idiot, mm -hmm. and I like Mario and Luigi, and I like to see them on the movie. I haven't seen it yet. That it's a movie. It, the movie isn't about anything. Daisy is in it, so I don't give a damn. It has nothing going on at all. It's literally just you know, here's Mario, Bowser, Princess Peach. They're all here. They're all on the screen. Yeah, Toad. they're playing. They're playing music you like. Toad. Toad, Toad, Toad is here. Toad. Keegan Michael Key is Toad. I'm Toad. I'm Toad. They do Mario Kart in the movie. I said, bitch. <laughs> Toad, the Princess Peach anger translator, is in the movie. <laughs> Played by Leslie Jones. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, it's nothing. It's a big, empty movie. It's for either Mario fans or very little kids. And people were like... Like declaring war on movie critics. They should just for not liking the Mario movie. But like, why would they? I don't know why you would want to be like a movie critic. I don't know why you would want to direct like a superhero movie or like any franchise movie. Right. Like I don't know like what people would. What's the, even even the point anymore? It's, it doesn't seem like a very rewarding it's, job. It's funny being like. Like the like the lead woman in any new franchise movie is always very clearly there as the patsy if things go wrong. Like the the lady in the New Indiana Jones, which I enjoy, I liked her. Yeah, that was maybe the one part of that movie I thought was really good. Is I liked her character. She doesn't like go much of anywhere, but I like her at least. But everyone's like, no, listen, you don't understand. Like you were the patsy. Like you were the person they're going to pin this on and push you off. Like you know. And I think they're like. I don't think there was any kind of outcry around that movie. It just kind of happened. Indiana Jones was in it. I like that movie. I liked it okay. It was fine. It's funny, like the funniest. It's better than Temple of Doom. Now, no, now come. I'm kidding. Okay, but it's funny, like. I forgot what I was gonna say. About her being a patsy. Yeah, well, she... Uh, but, like... Oh, it's... The, the funny thing about the, the Ghostbusters... Like, 2016 Ghostbusters... Mm -hmm. Is that that was, like, the biggest culture war we ever had... That didn't directly involve Donald J. Trump. At least directly. It kind of did. It's really awesome how, like... You can't... You're not allowed to be excited about anything anymore... Because it's tied to, like, a... 
like a, a weird belief system. Yeah, no, for sure. But like that, the then the movie came out, and it's not, it's neither good enough nor bad enough to actually have any real opinion on. Mm-hmm. Like it was, it either it's it's not the worst thing ever. It's not very good either. It's completely middle of the road. But then it came out that like the fucking Sony executives were like blackmailing and bullying the original actors to be in it. And like, I think like one person wanted to make it basically and, and like forced everyone else into doing it. It's a really weird production. And all of the like, that entire culture war around it was completely fabricated from the ground up as marketing because they knew it was a real turkey and they didn't have any other like that was just the angle I thought it was like if you you know if they if they make everyone think that all these like toxic evil dude bros that vote for Trump hate this movie then you got to go see it and it has to make a million dollars to show them who's actually in charge I love being online (laughs) I love being alive in the year 2023 yeah do we have any parting words for our listeners? Uh, no. What's your favorite cartoon when you were a kid? Oh my god, I know what is my favorite cartoon. Mine was Flapjack. Yours was Flapjack? Okay, so I can chart this. It was Ed, Ed and Eddie. Mm-hmm. And then Spongebob came along and it was Spongebob. Well, then Spongebob int- got bad and it was Ed, Ed and Eddie again. Well, that's interesting because Spongebob was out before Ed and Eddie. No? Yes. No. Yes. Spongebob Squarepants debuted in, in 1999. Yes. Ed, Ed and Eddie's from like 97 or something. No, you're wrong. You're so unbelievably long, wrong, it's hilarious. Okay, Ed, Ed and Eddie premiere date. Ed, Ed and Eddie... They are from the same year. What is happening? Now that is interesting. I guess I didn't... I mean, I, I liked Sp- Spongebob when it first started. You don't even remember Spongebob when it first started. Our Spongebob... No, I actually remember. July 17th, 1999. I was sitting there watching the Kids' Choice Awards. <laughs> when they showed the pilot How old for Spongebob. You? 90, I would have been four. <laughs> you were watching the Kids' Choice Awards. I was watching the Kids' Choice you Awards in Nickelodeon. You need to know which Gerber flavor won. <laughs> Best baby food of the year. Let's see, not, yeah, I was born in 95, so 96, 97, 90. Yeah, I was four years old. Mm-hmm. They were debut. The SpongeBob pilot came on the Kids' Choice Awards. Who were the big winners that year? I don't... The children. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't remember anything else. I remember watching the SpongeBob pilot. I was at my Aunt Lisa's house. Sitting on the floor, I watched the SpongeBob pilot. And you're like, this isn't going anywhere. I remember... I remember all basically any cartoon that premiered from the years like 1998 up to like 2010. I remember watching the pilot when it first came on. I watched a lot of TV as a kid. You love that's TV. why I'm fat as fuck. Wow. I remember I, Invader Zim and Fairly Odd Parents to be on the same night. No one remembers this. What did you do when it was the world, worldwide day of play? Watched Cartoon, Cartoon Network. Network. <laughs> Same thing anybody fucking did. The Disney Channel, if you're a psychopath. 
They they had good cartoons, and then they decided they didn't want to do that anymore, and they just did fucking live-action bullshit. Name three cartoons. Darkwing Duck. Well, that was... That's before your time. Yeah, I mean, I watched it. I really liked it, because I liked Batman. Uh, this is kind of like Batman if he was a duck. I remember... I remember Evil Con Carne, Billy and Mandy, used to be Grim and Evil, Time Squad... Uh, whatever happened to Robot Jones? Chalk Zone? Did they ever figure that out? I don't think they ever did. Rocket Power I hated. I never liked Rocket Power. No one did. That's what's that's what's weird is that I thought it was just a me thing, but no one liked Rocket Power. I know Squid beefed it. Boogity woogie. Yeah, boogie woogie. Um my mom's favorite was uh, Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends. I liked that one a lot. Yeah. You like the girl mostly. Well, she, well who doesn't? It's In my head, I always thought she was like 30. You know, she's younger than us. Frankie Foster's like 23. Oh, no. <laughs> um, that's fine. That's, yeah, it's okay. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be upset. She's probably like 40-something now. Hey, I'm 23. No! <laughs> I always thought she was like 30-something. I don't know I why. used to think uh, Jesse and James from Pokemon were like 30-something. Aren't they like young in... They're like 18 or something. That's, that's bullshit. Their voices are like 30. Yeah. They had an 18-year-old... This Hello. whole... <laughs> Hello, I am the most precocious 18-year-old <laughs> who ever lived. I'm here for my graduation diploma. Give me your Pokemon. <laughs> he didn't get enough to all ch- graduation for stealing Pokemon. I want my Pokemon. <laughs> Jesse from Pokemon, though. Mm-hmm. Hey. She has big hair. She has big hair. You know what say about big hair? Big comb. Big opinions. Big opinions. Can you imagine... <laughs> Can you imagine being living like being Jesse's roommate on November whatever twenty sixteen, the night Trump got elected? <laughs> I knew that would hit. I had trouble getting it out. I knew that would hit. Can you imagine being Jesse from Pokemon's roommate on the night Trump? How did she feel about it? Bad. You mean James? Yeah, her roommate James. Yeah, be- we're just roommates, all right. <laughs> There's nothing weird here. Meowth probably... Man, she probably killed Meowth. Yeah. Because Meowth would have voted for Trump. I didn't vote. <laughs> That's worse. That's the worst of all. <laughs> I supported Bernie. Was hey the last now. words before she snapped his neck. Hey now. Hey now. It's awesome. It's awesome that we spent the last however many years... In this giant political nightmare. And then, like, we got Biden elected. And then he and Bernie and all of them were like, Israel should have the right to rip every Palestinian limb from limb. I'm upset with you. Because you said that you had a VHS tape from the night of... I'm upset with me. I thought that I had a VHS tape that I recorded off of Cartoon Network with the witch's ghost on it. Scooby-Doo and the witch's ghost. Mm -hmm. So I thought I had Prime 1999 Cartoon Network from around Halloween 
on a VHS tape. Now, what could be better than that? I want to see what was being advertised. I... I want to see what toys Burger King had. I finally plugged it in. I finally put it in and watched it. I did not record off Card Network. I illegally pirated a version that we checked out from the fucking Blockbuster. Well... It has the com- it does have the courage pilot at the end, the chicken from outer space, but it is not from the show. I have a bunch of Cartoon Network from like two thousand seven because they showed Goosebumps. My brother recorded a fuck ton of Goosebumps episodes, and that's fun because it's uh, B movie came out that Friday. Saw the B movie advertisements. Chowder debuted. Wow. You gotta digitize these tapes. I do. I'm. I'm. I'm I will. I, I gotta. I have a lot on my plate, but I need to do that. Um. Somewhere now, this would be something. If I could find these, it'd be really something. In the late '90s, there was a cartoon, cartoon Fridays three-day event. It went all weekend, and uh, there was a bunch of new episodes. There was a new. I remember. The, I distinctly remember a new "I Am Weasel" cartoon. Whoa. But it was, I believe it was when they showed a bunch of pilots for, like, the What a Cartoon things, and you got to vote on what got picked up. I don't know if the voting really mattered. This is my memory. I wrote somewhere in my possession, probably long gone, I have three days of, like, late 90s, early 2000s Cartoon Network recorded with a bunch of pilots and stuff on it. You're foolish to have lost them. I am. Well, you never. You don't know what you got till it's gone. How? Like I was like four, so it's hard. I'm done with this. <laughs> I might still have them. It, I mean, it's just you know, shit gets thrown out, shit gets stepped on. Where would they be? I don't know. I'll if if I have them, I'll find them when I digitize the tapes because they'll be with the tapes. Cartoon Network was always better than Nickelodeon. We, many people are saying this. So people try to, I mean, like... I remember f- stumbling upon the Nicktoons Network as a kid. Nick, and well, being Captain kind of, Mikey? And Cornelia and Bernie? Being kind of fascinated, because it's like... I thought it was like an illegal, like, Nickelodeon, like... <laughs> you know what I mean? When you first find it, it's scary, because it's so familiar, but different. Yes. They're showing you different shows you've never heard of. There's a different logo. But also, it's like, all like, like they had, like, Action League now, or they had, like, Kablam on there and stuff. They would show old things. Yeah. It was just the, the boomerang of Nickelodeon. Now, boomerang, mm-hmm. there was a TV channel. I tell you what. They didn't advertise anything except for wind-up toys from the <laughs> 60s. I want those wind-up toys. Sure. They advertised being on a loop for its entirety. I, you know, it was nice. I get it. Like, they know where their bread is buttered. They started adding, like, old Cartoon Network. It was funny because it was, like, first, it started slow. They'd do, like, Dexter and Powerpuff Girls in the lineup. Mm-hmm. And then it was, like, then they're showing fucking, like, uh, Johnny Test on there. Like, it was just a slow turn, like, what was old Cartoon Network became newer stuff to me. But, like, Prime Boomerang, when it really was just, like, Hanna-Barbera shit all day, Yeah. that was the fucking bee's knees. You're sitting there watching Smurfs all day for some reason. You get to see, you get to see the Super Friends. Yeah. The first time I ever saw Super Friends, I was just getting into Batman. So all of these characters, like, obviously I knew the good guy, I knew, oh, you know, Flash, Aquaman, sure. But all the bad guys, like, okay, Lex Luthor, the Riddler, Scarecrow, okay. 
I thought Captain Cold was Mr. Freeze. I thought Cheetah was Catwoman. You're a fool. I knew Black Manta because Black Manta's cool. And then everyone else is like, there's a gorilla, I guess. He's for sale. (laughs) He's for sale. The cool thing about Boomerang is watching weird music videos. Yeah. Well, me and my friends get no respect. We get no respect. What does Scooby do that we neglect? That's genius songwriting. We be keeping all our foes in check. Me and my friends get no respect. Yeah. Do you remember the one? It was like a an El Cabong one. Yeah. It was all. It was like mariachi music. Yes. Those when I was a little kid, those used to run on Cartoon Network, and they moved them to to Boomerang. Because Cartoon when Cartoon Network started off, it was just a place to show Ted Turner's weird. It was just, boom, it was just Boomerang. Yeah. He had Scoo- he would just show Scooby Doo and Looney Tunes and like Hanna Barbera stuff all day. Ted Turner's an interesting guy. Is he still alive? Yeah, I think so. I'd like to shake his hand. He he owned Cartoon Network and the Atlanta Braves, which is the only thing I cared about when I was six years old. <laughs> it was the only two. He owned my life. Well, if I ever found out that he did something bad, which I'm sure he did. Well, he's a billionaire. Well, sure. That's I'm sure that there is some skeletons in his closet, but he did create Cartoon Network. He did create Network, 24 so he... hour news. <laughs> That's probably not good either. Yeah. I owe my life to Ted Turner. Thank you, Ted. Space Ghost used to talk well, about like, him. Well, like, Cartoon Network, it seemed like, like one of the, like, only places on TV where, like, you could, like, experiment. Yeah. You know what I mean? I always, as a kid, I always thought Cartoon Network was a little more highbrow. Yeah. Cartoon Network cartoons tended to be a little smarter, a little, like... More sophisticated. More sophisticated for, than Nickel- Nickelodeon. Other than Hey Arnold, Nickelodeon would go you for would the You would switch your fruit. orange juice and, like, a right. wine glass. Right. Watching it. Watching Dexter's Lab and thinking about how much better it is than those cat dog plebes. Nickelodeon was just, it was just more gross out. I never liked that kind of thing. Nickelodeon, like, like cat dog and, like... And people love them, you know. People are very nostalgic. We like, love Cat Dog. We love Cat Dog, but no, people talk about All Real Monsters as if it was on TV for more than I like a year. I haven't seen a second of All Real Monsters. All Real Monsters didn't like did stopped coming on really early. Oh, they did Rugrats for years. Real monsters, like Rugrats, outstayed its welcome. Mm-hmm. And Rugrats, like I don't know, like I loved Rugrats. Rugrats was my favorite cartoon when I was little. Yeah. Like it was Rugrats, Dexter, Ed, Ed, Nettie, SpongeBob. Where my was the I think was like the. The Genesis, but it's inter- it's creative. I like looking at it. And then Rugrats isn't exactly laugh out loud funny. But then they all grew up and Rocco's Modern Life just became SpongeBob. Rocco's Modern Life is like a more '90s grungy, like. Hello, I'm grunge. I'm grungy, mate. I'm grungy. I'm gonna turn into SpongeBob. Goodbye. <laughs> Do you remember that in the in the finale of Camp Laszlo, it turns out that Scoutmaster Olympus is an escaped mental patient who locked up the real Scoutmaster Olympus, who is Heifer from Rocco's Modern Life, <laughs> and has been pretending to be Scoutmaster Olympus all these years? That's, that's basically the principal and the pauper. Yeah, pretty much. That's the end of Camp Laszlo. I don't remember this. I loved Camp Laszlo. I think a lot of people didn't. It was the only time I've seen camp. Yeah. My ass wasn't going to camp. Sure. I was always terrified of being sent to camp because I didn't want to be outside that long. I wanted to be at home with my video games. Well, now you can bring your Switch everywhere. Right. I guess you could take your Game Boy to camp.
Okay, for real this time, do you have any final words for our listeners? Check out some movies. Watch movies. By the time you hear this, I don't think it'll be Halloween anymore. It'll be November, so you gotta watch Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. You gotta watch other Thanksgiving films. Um, you gotta watch the Charlie Brown thing where they eat popcorn. Spend time with your family. Spend time with your family for once in your fucking life. Eat a Thanksgiving dinner. Get in a fight about politics. Yes. This is a thing everyone's doing at yeah, Thanksgiving. Ev- yeah, every Thanksgiving. Everyone has a fight about politics. The most annoying white woman you know dreads Thanksgiving because her uncle might say the word Trump in her presence. I guess so. This is what this is what they're telling me. I think you should... I think... Let's get double or nothing. Mm-hmm. I want you to bring up Israel and Palestine... The minute you come through the door. I want you to eat turkey. I want you to eat, I want you to eat turkey. I want you to get up in the fucking morning. Mm-hmm. Wake up. Go in your living room. Turn the TV on. You have to watch the parade. When's the last time you watched the parade? You have to watch at least the early morning football game. You know you want to watch the parade. And then you get to see the dogs and stuff. Yeah. You have to watch the lions. See the lions. You'll watch maybe half of the Cowboys game, and you're like, oh, well, I'm kind of tired. <laughs> James, they show James Bond all day here. Okay, so this is my. Oh, this is a real thing. We're gonna do this right now. Okay. These are my Thanksgiving movies. Mm-hmm. I don't mean movies about Thanksgiving. Movies that feel right to watch on Thanksgiving. Also, it's usually the Every Simpsons Ever Marathon around that time. Right. They do the MST3K marathon on Thanksgiving. Well, no, not I don't know where, but they do it. Yeah, but these are the movies I think fit for November. These are Thanksgiving watching movies. Lord of the Rings. Mm, okay. James Bond. Yes. Uh, uh, I had another one. Star Trek movies. Sure. No, I, I choose these. These feel right to me because they are mo- they are family movies in that everyone could enjoy if they're on the TV. Nobody in the house is going to get mad about it, right? Like, you can watch Lord of the Rings with your uncles. Yeah. That's that's what I think constitutes a good Thanksgiving movie. Why don't the that... Eagles just fly them to Mount Doom? Uncle, I've explained this to you. <laughs> that's... <laughs> yo, is Peter Jackson's uncle in the studio? Uncle, I told you they can't do it. Well, I don't understand why they can't do none. Okay, let me get New Zealand. I they, fly, up. they fly to the mountain. I made Lord of the Rings. They don't have... And the eagles can't fly to Mount Doom. Okay. Uh, King Kong. King Kong. I made King Kong. Uh, Beatles get back. The Beatles, they get back together. That's Thanksgiving viewing because it came Remember out. Remember that around. part in Get Back where they're like, we hit a microphone in this potted plant <laughs> while Paul and John had a serious conversation that we recorded again, like without their knowledge. <laughs> I don't think they'll be mad about it now. Oh, one of them can't respond. Right. What did he say women were? What? 